with the mortgage mix. What's going on? Andrea and Michael. Michael. And today, where's your beverage? Right here. I've got coffee. What are you drinking? Today is coffee. I had um, the donut shop, nutty and caramel with a new sweet cream. You saw it beforehand. It I don't keto. know. Keto. Keto sweet. Keto friendly. Keto friendly sweet cream. So it's very sweet, but there's no sugar in it. Yeah. It's fake sugar. Art yeah, something Artificial. Like Monk, fruit, and stevia. Yeah, I'm going to drink it anyway. It sounds good. I'm drinking real sugar. Because I'm real. Let's keep it Yeah, real. what do you got? What do you got? 100% black cherry juice. It's from Concentrate. <laughs> it's really good, though. It is. I'm going to um, have to try it once we're done. And, you know, sometimes seltzer water is kind of like, bleh, like, it's a little boring. And that's so I add a little bit of juice to it. So I have some black cherry juice in mine. Polar seltzer, and this is a good mocktail. Uh, it's a good little spritzer. It's good in the summer, winter, fall. Yeah. You know, all, all type. All, all we need is a little lime, and then it would really be a mocktail. Oh yeah, it's delicious. Oh gosh, excuse me. <laughs> so, jumping in to our second episode. This has yes. been fun so far. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun. Um, first one we went over process. Yeah. We went over credit a little bit. Um, we also went over some of the, we didn't go over the type salons. We're going to cover that today. Yeah. Myths we went over, mm -hmm. um, our own experiences. So we're going to try to jumble that into today's talk. Yes. Which should be fun. So today's types, types, types of loans. loans. So right off the bat, I think of FHA yeah. and conventional loans. Um, those are the two, I would say most popular types of loans that mm -hmm. are given out to people and they both have their pros and cons, yeah. um, but it really depends on the situation and yeah. credit and you know all that fun stuff that we talked about already. So. Loans are extremely situational, just because there's so many different products. Um, first time home buyer products, products for doctors, products for nurses, that, um, you know, firstly, we gotta talk to the person, right? And, and get in front of them. But you know, you mentioned FHA. So FHA is what we call a government loan. There's three types of government loans. There's FHA, USDA, and then you've got VA. Mm -hmm. So um, USDA and VA, pretty simple. VA for veterans, honorably discharged veterans that have their entitlement. USDA, those are rural loans. We don't do a lot of those here in Westlake, but Norwalk, Sandusky, you know, there are some USDA areas over there. Yeah. Um, Jackson, you know, south of, of Cuyahoga. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot over there. Um, they're all great loans. FHA, though, is a great government loan that's geared towards first-time homebuyers. So have you ever have you ever gone through a scenario of an FHA loan? I know you, maybe not yourself, but with a client. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's one of the most, especially for first-time buyers. Um, most used type. It's very rare. What's well, the biggest? So, in your opinion, we'll go over it. But what's the biggest? Like, I would flaw is not the right word. What's the biggest catch with the FHA loan? What's the on your in your opinion? Um, I think a lot of people worry about um in terms of the sellers of the home. If somebody comes with an FHA offer, they're like, oh my gosh, the appraisal process is gonna be terrible. My neighbor did it. My cousin did it. That appraiser made us fix uh, five thousand dollars worth or ten thousand dollars worth mm -hmm. of repairs, and 
it, it can be the case, but it's not. It's not the. Uh, it's the exception to the rule. Yeah. You know, it's not all the time that these things are going to have to be done. It's just sometimes they are. Yeah, uh, it's a big stig- uh, stigma. <laughs> That's the right word. Huge stigma uh, associated with the FHA loans is that the appraisals are so much harder. Yeah. In reality, they're not. You know, these the the Gubby loans, FHA, USDA, and VA are all insured by the government. So they just want to make sure that the house is safe. And so they take a couple extra steps when it comes to health and safety. For example, if your house was built prior to 1978 and there's chipped paint, they seem to think that the chipped paint is lead paint and they want to see it cleaned up. Just health and safety stuff. If the structure is, you know, in, in rough condition, it's going to get flagged in a conventional as well as an FHA loan. So, you know, it does get a bad rap. They're looked at as being uh, so hard, so stringent. And in the last five years, they've just changed their rap. And so. Yeah. I mean, there are appraisers um, that do conventional and FHA. Yeah. And sometimes I've seen more repairs being done for a conventional loan yeah. than there were for an FHA loan and similar, you know, quality of homes and, and things like that. So it's, it's really up to the appraiser. They're um, independent third party. And it has to be neutral. And it's if some people's standards are up here and some people are down here. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, it's definitely uh, the whole appraisal process. And we'll probably cover that in one of these episodes. It's extremely interesting. Yeah. It's a little outdated. Um, I would think, you know, they've started to incorporate the amount of data that they've uh, gathered from some of the automated underwriting systems that we use. Oh. And this is where you see appraisals actually get waived. Have you ever seen anything like that? Yeah. So they're, they're starting to gather all this data on, on what the market's doing and where the market's trending. Appraisals will never be, at least in my opinion, they're never going to go out of style. But no. you're going to have more and more of these waived appraisals because there's so much information being gathered. So we'll see. But that's real. I mean, FHA... They're geared towards um, someone who doesn't have, if they don't have a lot of money to put down, you know, they can use an FHA loan with maybe a grant or a bond here in Ohio, and they can really go very little to maybe no money down in some situations. And, you know, one thing about the FHA loan that's great is, is the PMI. If you, if you're in that lower or below average credit score, the PMI is actually lower oh. on an FHA loan than it, than it is on a conventional What's loan. What's PMI? Uh, yeah, great question. <laughs> I should have gone over that. PMI. It, I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the listeners may not We're here know. to educate. Private mortgage insurance. So that's an insurance. Technically, it's like an insurance policy that the lender takes out against you that you pay for when you purchase a house that has less than 20% down. Okay. So it be, they do that because 20% down is the red zone, the red zone, um, you know, and so they want to be, they want to make sure that they've got some insurance, you know, just in case a foreclosure were to happen. Okay. That's really all it is. And it's paid on a monthly basis. Um, and then typically on conventional loans, once you reach a certain standpoint, which is an equity standpoint of 78 or 22%, it'll come off the loan and you won't have to pay anymore. But FHA season for the life of the loan. Yes, unfortunately. Dun, dun, dun. However, 
you know, usually your payment is, is going to be a little bit lower than a conventional. Or yeah. Or you have a chance to refinance in the future. And, Absolutely. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, the payments are so similar between FHA and uh, conventional. It, it really is, like we talked about before, extremely situational. Yeah. I, if you've got an 800 credit score and you're playing 25% down, in that scenario, you know, conventional would probably be uh, the best route. But if, you know, you've got a below average credit score and you only have 3.5% down, that's a totally different story. FHA is going to be probably a better situation for you all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, talking about government loans, is there anything else about FHA that, you know, you might want to... Express to people, like, you know, any other costs associated with it or anything like that? Um, no. So VA, though, VA is one of the ones that does have some some extra costs. Uh, for some reason, uh, beyond my understanding, VA loans have to have a pest inspection. Yes. Yeah. And it can be negotiated between the buyer and seller. I don't know when that started. I think it's for termites. Yeah. They don't want there to be termites in the house. Would destroy insects, but that is that has been stuck. The the seven years I've been doing this, that that has not changed. Um, there are some fees also on a VA loan that the, the seller pays for. Yeah, uh, they're what we call non allowables. It's you know typically depending on the loan amount, you know, because all the all the costs are different depending on the loan amount. You know, you're looking at maybe a thousand bucks or something. Um, but FHA used to have those non-allowables. They don't have those anymore, and USDA doesn't have anything like that either. Um, there is uh, what we call an upfront mortgage insurance premium that is paid to a USDA loan and an FHA loan. Okay. So that is another like layer of insurance policy that the government takes out against you because you're taking out a government loan. What they do is they tack it on to the loan amount. So it's not something that is going to really hurt you or help you at all. You know, it, it it's just tacked onto the loan at the end and, you know, maybe five or $10 more a month. You'll, you'll really, you really won't notice it. So who qualifies for a VA loan? Uh, yeah. Anybody, if they're in active duty, great. If they're in the reserves, great. If they're honorably discharged, great. Dishonorably discharged is where we run into some issues. Okay. Um, but anybody, anybody can buy a VA loan that has has been in active duty or you know is currently in active duty. Okay. Um, there are also a situation the spouse dies. The spouse, gosh, excuse me, the spouse can also super creamer over there. <laughs> I know it's making me bubbly. <laughs> the spouse can also apply in some scenarios. Okay. You just want to figure out how long it's been the the situation in itself um, to see exactly what parameters there are because typically you know va is usually used for like the first home a lot of people don't use it for the second and third because they've got that equity right. rolling and then they roll it into something that's going to have a better interest rate um but you know in some scenarios people don't buy houses until they're 60 and you know then we definitely want to use the entitlement because va loans um are, are great loans they've got no pmi i mean they're really really good loans yeah and i don't see if you are eligible for it utilize it oh yeah i have seen though that there's been a little bit of uh i don't want to say discrimination necessarily but a lot of sellers don't want to accept a va loan um and and that stinks because these men and women have um decided to fight for our country or you know enroll in the military for whatever purpose and 
Um, they should have an equal opportunity to purchase a home too, just because they have no money down, it's not required. Like if they want to put money down, sure, could come back as a credit at the end or however they want to work it. Um, but then they're again, worried about that appraisal. Um, you know, and I understand on the seller side, uh, not wanting to run the risk like, oh, well, I'm going to take my house off the market and blah, 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 they have nothing to lose. And it's like, no, that's not the thought process behind a buyer all the time. Like, yeah. uh, you know, whatever, I'll walk away if I don't like this house. Like, that's not, that's not really the, the goal for a lot of buyers. They're like, no, like, I like this house and put an offer in and mm -hmm. I want to move forward. We're not just ready to like give up this fight, yeah. you know? So it, it stinks and I wish sellers and their agents would just kind of yeah, hey, I, these men and women deserve a home the just stigma, the same as anyone else. Uh, the stigma, it makes me mad for sure because in scenarios, in some scenarios, I've had to switch, you know, these VA buyers yeah. to conventional in order to have them have a chance in these um, in this market because it's just so tight and there's you know five or ten offers. Right. Everybody's just glued to the conventional offers. That I mean, yeah, kind of discriminated against these buyers, but. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's a, it's, it's sad to see that they're not being utilized as right. much as they should be because of how many, how much, how low of inventory is in the market. Right. right now. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're here for you still. Yeah. Um, we'll advocate for you. Have you ever, have you ever done a VA loan? I know it's, um, it's few and far between. I've done, I think two VA buyers. Oh, very cool. Um, and they worked, both worked out. Well, and yeah. there wasn't anything crazy with the appraisal process yeah. or inspection process or anything. And boom, 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 done, closing, and they're still in their house. You know, I always wonder, and I always ask people this. You, we talked about the appraisal process. What's the craziest appraisal story you have? I don't really have any. Really? Like, there's nothing. None? I mean, there's some things where I'm like, really? Uh, it was an investor house, not necessarily VA, but it was FHA buyer, I think, and... Um, the guy lived out of town who owned it and had people he never met come in and fix up everything in the home. And I think it took three different times for the appraiser to come back and approve everything. And it was as simple and small as paint chips were in the mulch on the exterior of the home. And he had to have someone come out and three times um, come and sweep them up and pick them up and caulk the windows. And yeah, electrical wasn't done right. And they had to pay for the appraiser to come out at each time. So it was like 200 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. Plus the original um, time. Well, the, the buyer pays for the appraisal one. Yeah. That, that It took like three weeks for, for that, like extended to, to get it closed. But it oh, closed, my gosh. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I I haven't seen anything too, too crazy either in, in my days. I mean, a couple of low appraisals here and there. People yeah. Maybe you know, going way over $150,000 oh, over on a house and then, you know, coming back 50000 yeah. under. But nothing, I don't think I've seen anything too crazy myself. One other story, this was a VA buyer, but I was on the seller side. Um, <clears throat> their home was listed as like, say, 1,400 square feet per the auditor's website, which is where a lot of agents, and including myself, pull data yeah. from. Um, and, you know, you can't, you have to, they can't guarantee this is just from the site you know i'm not measuring the home myself well the auditor site did not include or they included the garage space as square footage of the home so when the appraiser came out instead of the home being 1400 square feet it was only a thousand square feet or you know whatever it was at that oh point. and then your price so per the square appraisal foot. was 
25 grand less than yeah. what the buyer was buying the home for. And it was a VA. So um, luckily we did come to an agreement and, and he came up with some extra cash to be able to, to purchase the home. But whew, so definitely investigate. You yeah, know, like, that one's tough because you, you trust the county auditor's website. But, you know, those those measurements, I mean, I don't even know the last time they went out and did them. I think my coworker told me it was like 20 years ago and they haven't done them since. And people update homes and I don't- They'll do aerial views once in a while I've seen, cause I, I do go to Otter's website a lot. And um, I turn on the layers, like Lorraine County mainly, but there's layers and you can see like back to maybe 2011, aerial views okay so you can see if there was a tree here or a garage added or you know some change to the home in addition or something like that but um you know i know people who have had additions on their home and they're like andrew um are they gonna like raise our taxes or you know this and this and i'm like i don't think so unless like you i mean you do have to turn in a permit to the city yeah i mean they know who knows the city knows and the city yeah i i haven't ran into a situation well, I guess I don't really know anybody that has put an addition on their home, so I don't know exactly how that works. Maybe have we'll you ever link had that. An auditor come to your home? No, I had I somebody know. thinking that I rented my home that I owned oh, really? for four years. Like, it was like a month ago. <laughs> He's so like, weird. "I'm here for the rental inspection." I was like, "Ah, you got the wrong house." Are <laughs> uh, you out scammed? Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you have an auditor go to your house? Yeah, I when I did my flip house, um, I was like, "Why is this person coming up?" to my door like nobody really knows like the address of this home or anything and um he's like are you the owner i'm like yes and he's like um how many bedrooms are here and how many bathrooms because they want to update their information and put your taxes up here and it was a city auditor it was county yeah no way yeah had you updated the amount of bedrooms or anything it was just the same like three bedroom or bath so I don't even, what they, I don't even, well, I guess, yeah, I guess that if there are more bedrooms, it makes it, uh, or an extra bath. Yeah, more attractive, you know, market value would go up. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm, uh, maybe we'll have an auditor come on and someone that works there. I, I, that would be fascinating. <laughs> I'd love to talk to one because just like the way that they reassess the value of taxes sometimes, I'm oh, like, yeah. I have. Where, what, you got this number for this person yeah. and then this number, it doesn't make sense. Right. I'd love and to it, have yeah, something Yeah, it's not like the same process as an appraisal either. So a lot of people go on and be like, oh, land assessed value, building assessed value, here's my value. And some people, for some people, mainly in Lorraine County, because I, I don't do a lot in Cuyahoga County, but um, they're like, well, the, the auditor's website said my home's valued at this, da, da, da. And sometimes it's higher than what I would have priced that home for, and sometimes it's less. And I'm like, no, I, I don't go off that. Like, I do, mm-hmm. um, you know, comps. So homes that have sold in the area that are similar to your home and go off of that. And it's not just price per square foot. It's bedrooms and mm-hmm. updates and things like that. So, you know, there's a whole process to it. So I imagine the process for the auditor is similar. But when you see one home valued the auditor's website and their taxes are 2200 and then their neighbor across the street's 4000 you're kind of like okay yeah, how, do, how do we come up with this yeah know? i had a situation one time where the same situation it was uh, it was a lot more than what he bought the house for and he went to 
if I remember correctly, he went to the county and he fought for the value and they dropped it down below what he thought. Yeah. And he saved like, uh, I can't remember exactly how much. I think it was like $3,000 a year. It's $300 a month, you know, it saved him a lot of money. Yeah. I know a couple of years ago, Lorraine County um, reassessed everyone's. It's, it's around the corner. It's coming. Yeah, I think it's like every three years or something. Yeah, and that was so. in 2000. Uh, that was like right before COVID, 2020? No, 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 no. It was 21, I think. 21. But yeah, a lot of people were, you know, they got letters. They're like, if you can prove X, Y, Z, you know, come to this place at mm -hmm. this time and put your fight up. And I had a client at that time that went and tried to fight. And they were like, no. Because he had, land, he had a landlock lot. It, there's no way to sell this lot by its on its own because there's no access to it. And he's yeah. like, this it's a separate parcel. Like, so what do you mean it's valued at X amount? And you know, they they didn't he did not win. And but a lot of people did fight and they did get their um, values um, decreased again to, yeah. to where they whatever they fought it for. But yeah, it's wild. It's a wild yeah, that time. is right around the corner. It's oh, yeah. got we, we it's got gotta be twenty twenty four on that at the office. Like, hey, Bodger did this. Can you? Can you just tell me my value isn't this and da 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 da, da. And, and like there's only so much we can do as realtors. Oh, know? yeah. We, we can't tell you exactly what your home is valued at and like what our value is going to be way higher than what they value. Yeah, it's at, true. You know? And you'd want to keep it at that. I mean, I, if you'd be lucky if they just raise it by 20% and then move on. Obviously with, you know, recent inflation and things like that, I think this next one's going to be a little tough though. I, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a little rough because in, in 2021, I mean the values were still on the rise, and I think oh, they yeah. did it in July. That's like the, I think that was the hottest market for me. 2020, or like prime time for you know COVID and everything. Interest rates were 2.875. Like, oh, God, bring me back. Right. <laughs> Take me back to the good old days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please bring me back. <laughs> Um, all right, so what did we talk? We went, we went on a, team, a county auditor team. Um, all right, so we went over government loans, uh, conventionals. Yeah. Conventional loans. Everyone's favorite type um, of loans. Yeah, so <laughs> conventional loans are wonderful. You know, if you're putting 10, 15, 20% down, typically a conventional loan is going to be best for you because their interest rates are a little bit lower, their costs can be a little bit less. Um, you know, they don't have the upfront mortgage premium, which can be expensive on a bigger home. So it, 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 in some scenarios, it can be more attractive for the buyer. So conventional loans, like I said, it's what we call conforming loan. It's the same type of thing. And it's any loan under, they just changed it this year, like 750000 and, and some change, which is huge. That's big. When I started- If you're looking to buy a $750,000 home, you better call us. Yeah, <laughs> right? Please, yeah. I don't know that you'll We're need here. I'll be here all day, all night. Yeah, right? Um, yeah, when I started, it was like four fifty, like seven years ago. Yeah. So I couldn't believe that it increased as much as it has over the last couple of years. Sometimes um, they are changing. Yeah. I, I mean, people are making more money. I, I think so. Maybe not. You know, I, I think that the minimum wage is increasing, right? No. I don't I truly don't know. Yeah. Isn't it still like eight dollars? No, 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 no. It's like eleven or something like that. Oh. I think. Don't quote me on that. I'm quoting you. I think it's up there at like eleven bucks though. Okay. Um, all right, conventional <laughs> <laughs> 
Conventional loans, they're yes. just they're just the most attractive. And I, I hate to use that word, but because of the stigma of some realtors that think that the appraisals of FHA and VA are harsher on the house, conventional is just gravitated towards. And because conventional loans also have, you know, typically people are putting more money down. Mm-hmm. They're putting 10, 15, 20, 50%. You know, that looks more attractive because, and you could probably speak on this a little bit too. If the house under appraises, let's say you're buying something that's 200, it comes in at 180. You'd rather have a buyer that's putting 50% down right. than three and a half percent. Can you explain for the listeners why that yeah, is? Well, there, there's a thing called an appraisal gap. And yeah. If you know you have, if you do have twenty percent to put down, it's not required for a conventional loan. It's you know five percent is the minimum. Yeah. And even sometimes three percent. Yeah, three percent. Like so, um, the more money that you have in in your pocket, being able to use the loan to value ratio will change a little bit, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to still purchase that home even though the appraisal came in lower. So yeah. you could put more money down um, to to help that gap. Yeah, I mean, it's more, and just to kind of simplify that a little bit, it's more attractive because the person has more money to throw at the purchase if it does under appraise. I mean, it's as simple as that. Whereas three and a half, you know, they may be looked at as being a little more strapped for cash because, you know, three and a half percent is the minimum. This person's putting 20% down. So that's kind of why it can be more attractive in some scenarios. Like I, I purchased all my homes with a conventional loan, and I think my first home I bought, it was 2016. Um, I only had to bring like $500 to the table. Yeah. And that was awesome. I did get a grant, and that helped me a lot. Yeah, they, those grants um, do help. the they, they run with conventional at VA and USDA, so yeah. they do not discriminate. <laughs> whatever my loan was, I did not have PMI, and that was amazing. Oh, nice. It must have been some sort of... Like there are programs lender. out there, no PMI, yeah. uh, you know, 5% down loans. Yeah, it was nice. I don't think I could do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was like, buying a home is so important and, and building that equity because that's how you have, you know, money in the future. It's, you know, generational wealth or immediate equity in your home. Like a, a lot of people have claimed their way to wealth and yeah. real estate. Buying and selling. And Rich dad, poor dad. That's all he does and, is yeah. buy and sell real estate. And um, I mean, building equity is so important. You know, if you've got one property, you buy it now for 250 only God knows how much it's going to be worth in 30 years. Right. If it, Even if it's worth 250 now you can sell it, take that money, yeah. and live off that for 10 years. That's a retirement tool. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I personally purchased uh, an investment property in January of 22. Um, and then I did a flip house earlier this year. And, you know, that, that has helped sustain me and prepare myself better for the future. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not, um, you know, I was worried people think I'm, I'm bragging or, or something. That's just a personal thing for me. But it's like, it's not. Like, I utilized the tools I had and, and able to better my life and prepare for my future and, and finances and, and things like that. So... You know, we're here to provide you information to help yeah. you utilize the tools and resources in front of you so you can also use real estate as a, an investment tool for your future. So. How was the flip? Was it easy? No. No? <laughs> it was hard? No. 
Um, so I, people think it's so easy, and I think the exact opposite. I just think it's so you hard. You just don't know what you're getting into. Um, until you rip the walls down, yeah. Yes. So I, I knew that there was some mildew, mold, water damage in the home when I bought it. I had, you know, I had a, a home inspection done, and I said, you know what, screw it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm buying a home. It was $65,000. And um, I did it, and it took like a couple weeks for us to get started. Um, and then we started tearing the walls down because it had a panel, you know, what old wood looking panel. Mm -hmm. and, um, it turned into like us needing to replace structure beams and everything because there was termites or wood, wood destroying insects. And you can't see this stuff. Like, no. you, not until you tear the wall down. And, you know, I'm, I felt immediately like I am so glad like a single mom didn't buy this home or, you know, a first time home buyer or something like that because I would have felt terrible that they were living in this house and there were like mold and dust and you know all these terrible things for you because i had to have a mold remediation company come out because like oh, there was that much there huh? was up in the peak in the attic it was it was full of it we replaced so much um insulation like i think we had 40 rolls of insulation because we replaced pretty much everything oh structure gosh. beams we added heat to the, the back addition that was put on and you know it was great because the home was a lot larger than the other ones in the area because normally they're about 720 square feet. This had an extra 500 square feet in the back. Oh, wow. So it's it didn't, square feet. It didn't have awesome. heat. And it was a slab ranch, which I love because no basements, right? No. doesn't mean water's not going to penetrate at all. It did. Um, but we fixed it all. And it That's turned true. out really great. That sounds, all those things sound expensive. It wasn't that bad. Really? Okay. Um, no, it wasn't that bad. Well, turned a profit. That's, I did. That's good. But it, it was, uh, yeah, not with not without a, a cost to my health. <laughs> I think yeah. I got like bronchitis a couple times just from breathing in dust particles and um, the wood particles from all that stuff. Like I have a lot of videos and pictures of the transformation, so it was pretty cool to see. Well, that's the, good. The before and after, and like even I was like. I could live here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was so nice, but um, I did sell it, and hopefully they're happy. Yeah, I mean, that brings me to, like, flips, um, and you could probably talk on this. Uh, I have always been one that I'm like, ah, I, I kind of look away from flips because lipstick on a pig, and I'm always worried about that. What, I mean, how are there warning signs? Are you able to see it? Um, oh, yeah. Do, do, do you... Do people like take pictures like you did of the whole shebang or is it just like, no, you know, we're not taking a picture of the mildew in the, um, in the attic. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm sure and, and you know, I can't speak to any particular home, but, um, there's definitely people who just gloss over an issue that was in the home. And like you said, lipstick on a pig. And like, I, oh, I know when I did it, I did not want that to happen because I've been in so many homes. They're like, oh yeah, this is beautifully updated and it has all these great appliances and new flooring and da 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 da. But it's like, what's behind the walls? Did they replace the walls? You know, we replaced so many walls. So um, I felt comfortable in what I did in that home and, and felt, okay, yes, you know, not me, I'm an honest person. I try to be. Yeah. You know, like 99% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> There's just those one time you get a fit, but not a real estate. I can't do that. Um, because people's lives literally depend on these homes sometimes. So. Yeah. Um, how do you see it? Like, how, like, how do you pick quality. it out? Yeah, like, you can just tell right away. Yeah, like, you know, you think of these homes, like, I've been in so many that there's just, 
18 layers of paint on the wall. Like they didn't take the time, like maybe we should have replaced this or they, they didn't take the time to replace outlet covers or um, update electrical. I feel like that's such a huge thing. Like yeah. I got to have an electrician come in and we had to rerun wires and everything. Like just pay for it. Yeah. Get it done. Cause that could be a lawsuit against you in the future. Burn the um, house down. Could be you know, insurance water, liability. Uh, a client of mine bought a home in Cleveland and um, the AC unit was underground, but like a, I guess tucked away in the drop ceiling and it was leaking. There was water in it and it was leaking in the basement. So there's going through the ceiling and hitting the ground and they're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, it's not fine. Like, what do you mean? Like this was updated? Like you had a contractor come out here and do this? Oh, that was rough. But yeah, it's just, you can tell. Yeah. Some people just don't take the time. They want to get it done as soon as possible. Like we did our flip in, I want to say seven to eight weeks. And that was like a gut and replaced. Seven, eight weeks? Yeah, it was two months. That's so quick. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a full time gig for the contractor that worked with me. Holy but, moly. Um, yeah. And, you know, you can do quality work in little time, but you have to have quality people. Yeah. And to make sure that you get it in, get it done right. Um, you know, some people are like, it hey, was well, six months. And it's like, you probably have some half worker you know yeah, in there not putting and, all their elbow yeah, grease into it uh taking the two hour lunches and yeah. oh i'm gonna bring my buddies over or something it's just like no like just I, in my experience hire the right people don't hire your friends yeah. unless, unless they are contractors you know like well then they're taking advantage of you a little bit no i'm right. kidding i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding no um yeah there, there's just some things you know I, I think replacing windows sometimes can can help when you have these old wood windows and they're just painted and I just yeah. think of these little things. It's like, this would have cost you two grand. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm looking in terms of like, who's buying this and what they're looking for. What, what agents do they have? And, you know, I'm looking at these, these things for my buyer. Like I've been through this process and, and that's how I felt comfortable going into the flip. Cause I'm like, no, I got to think about, yeah. do I want to add extra cupboards in the kitchen? Like what is someone going to utilize? And I know not everyone's in it the way that I'm in it. Some people just want to turn a profit and yeah, do the that's next one, you know, like, and it's, kid. It's just a personal thing for me, yeah. you know. It's it's not um, yeah, everyone. That's why is, you get the experts, though. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's worth it, and it, and it's good to have a realtor who is experienced. Yeah. Um, to get in there and look at these things, because there's a lot of stuff. Like you're just excited about being in a home. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at the outlet covers. You're not looking at the electrical panel. I mean, unless you have someone with you that is like experienced in them, you know, sometimes parents come along and things like that. Uh, the dreaded parents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, my mom came along with me when I bought my first home and like, you're just excited to show your parents. Yeah. Like, look what I'm doing, you know, I'm buying a house or maybe they're funding you in a way. Um, it's good to have their support, Yeah. but it's not needed. You know, you're an adult. And like, <laughs> but the first one you need a little right. bit of You need a little um, so, you know, having someone like me go in with you and kind of point these things out, like sometimes it's just like doorknobs. Like, why couldn't you spend the five, ten dollars and put a new doorknob by this door? Replace the door. It doesn't shut I need to you do know? that in my house, actually. I have I I my wife is coming up with a list of work that I need <laughs> Your to do. Your honey do list. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot on it uh, that I've just been, coming, I've just you know? been forgetting about. <laughs> just, she's like, Don't yeah, did you forget to do this? You gotta make sticky notes. Yeah, I know. So she's gonna start doing that. How's your drink, by the way? How was it? It was good. You added a little more polar to it. I did. I just diluted it a little. Nice. I'm not a big fan of drinking sugar, so. Okay. One, one is good. One is good. 
One is good. Yeah, how's your? Um, it, 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 I oh, it I sucked it down. It was uh, it was really good. You're like sugar? Yeah, well, it, not real sugar. It, you must mushroom have sugar, tooth, right? Uh, I'm really bad. I don't. I have a terrible. Although sugar I did too. have like a Reese's cup this morning coffee. <laughs> 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 to start your day. <laughs> it's all about balance. Yeah. <laughs> I have to have something sweet with my coffee, like. I don't put sugary um, creamers in my coffee. Mm. Um, so I I was like, oh, there's like a half a Kit Kat on the counter. I was like, oh, yeah, I have Reese's in the fridge. So I had a Reese's oh, cup. I, that's my kryptonite. It's chocolate <laughs> in the fridge or freezer. Cold chocolate kryptonite. Yeah, for sure. It's good. Have you ever had a, um, s'mores with a Reese's cup instead of a Hershey bar? Yes, those are, those are, those so are good, good too. The peanut butter does, it just tastes really good. Yes, now I see now stores on the end cap have the uh, pe- the Reese's cups with the Hershey's with the marshmallows and the graham crackers on the, on the end cap. Yeah. yeah, I'm like ah somebody somebody so, somebody's it thinking out. about it. Somebody's Great. thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, we talked about conventional and VA and FHA. Um, Those are really the main ones. USDA is pretty easy. Yeah, it, I, it's just there's a rural loans. Yeah, that's really online, it. Online, the USDA. And if you type in an address, yep. it, it'll bring up a map and it'll show you is eligible, is not eligible. Yeah, that it's, it's that easy. USDA address lookup.com. I literally think it's called. Yeah. And you just type it in and it'll green or red. Very simple. Um, FHA really can be done anywhere. Conventional can be done anywhere. VA can really be done anywhere. Um, the only downside to the FHA and VA are condos. Yes. Um, some condos need to be approved either by VA or FHA in order for those loans to be lended on those properties. So you'll see probably 90% of the time that those condos go conventional, but everything else is free game other than, um, you know, if you have a farm, farm loans are a totally different story. Yeah. Which, is that something you do? No, we don't. I haven't, I've never gotten into that. Um, I, I think there's a, a credit union called like Farmers United yeah. that writes those loans. <laughs> I've never got into those, um, but yeah, those in commercial, you know, yeah. that's, we're strictly talking residential. And I, I don't work with a lot of buyers that um, commercial and if they do, if I feel like I'm confident enough, I'll do it. It's not, a totally different, it, you know? totally different ball game. Yeah. A totally different ball game. My d- friend's dad does it for Howard Hanna. Oh, okay. Uh, he said it's just totally, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's different. A you long have, it's a, haul. Yes, it's a waiting game. Oh, yeah. It's like I've seen someone market for like two years or something. Oh, yeah. Long haul. Yeah, I don't have patience. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the types today, we had some drinks, which were delicious. Yes. Now, some non alcoholic drinks today. Yeah. That's the most important part. Mocktails. I mean, you can't go wrong. Like, it's just as flavorful. Yeah. Um, we've got some more episodes on the horizon. Yes. Going over, I think we're going to go over costs. We're going to go over um, credit and go more deep into credit. Um, kind of help you guys with the process yeah. of getting approved. Um, what else? Anything else that you can think of? Yeah, like once you do get approved, like, you know, home searches and starting to look for homes and, you know, eventually go over the, the offer process and yeah. what that might look like. And, you know, um, you guys have any suggestions on topics as well? Yeah, we're let here us for know. It. You know, eventually we're going to lead this up to a buyer seminar. Uh, once we secure the location and date and time, we'll definitely advertise that. Yep. Um, that way you can come meet us in person. We'll talk a little bit more. We'll answer any questions you have. And, you know, if you're ready, like you, Michael will help you with your credit check and see if you're ready to buy. I'll help. Yep. 
And if you're not, we'll help you get through the next three to six months or, you know, however yeah. long it is to get that repaired. This is A to Z. We're, we're talking the whole way. So right. we'll, we'll get you there one way or another. Yes. It just may take some time. It just depends. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we're here. We're here for you. Yeah. Long haul. So thanks again. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode. Right. Bye. Bye. How many people walked up and stared at me for five minutes? <laughs> Um, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs>